Welcome to the Casual Talk Podcast, a podcast about tech, internet culture, lifestyle, and a bunch of other interesting topics discussed casually. I'm your host, Suleiman, the Casual Talk. We have reached the end of 2022, and what a year it has been. This was the year that I started this podcast, and I want to thank everyone who has listened, given me advice, good or bad, or has even left me some positive feedback. I appreciate all of you. This is the final episode of the year, and I'll be back in 2023 with even more episodes. I would also like to announce that I have officially joined POC Podcasts, a podcast network owned by comedian, serial banter king, and host of Africa's eighth best podcast, Lesser Known Somebodies, the one and only Simi Arif. I am honored to be in the same stable as him, the Brasser from Bicycle Brasser Podcast, Aisha Baker, and Lauren Loebscher. I look forward to taking this podcast to new heights in 2023. And with that, let's segue into the tech news. So the first story that I want to cover in this episode is the fact that in the UK, password sharing is now categorized as a criminal offense. And this is according to the Intellectual Property Office, as they now see this as a breach of copyright law. Password sharing on Netflix with people that live within your house is still allowed as everyone is still in the same geographical location. But if you want to share your password with people that don't live in your house, that is now seen as a crime. And there are no clear guidelines yet on what the penalty for breaking this law is, but prosecution seems to be the most likely outcome. I feel like it's only a matter of time before this goes global and we see it here in South Africa too. In our next story, scientists at MIT are developing new tech in the form of electrodes in the brain to detect mood changes in people to get an early diagnosis for someone who might suffer from depression and anxiety. These technologies and procedures have traditionally been reserved for the treatment of neurological disorders like Parkinson's or epilepsy. This is a massive step forward in understanding mood decoding. Through testing, the scientists discovered an area of the brain called the cingulate cortex that fired in opposite directions depending on the subject's mood. This could make it easier to detect other mental illnesses and improve access to treatment for mental well-being. In our final tech story, YouTube is bringing a queue system to its mobile apps. The feature which has been available on the web version for years is being tested on iOS and Android devices with users who have YouTube Premium. So what this means is is that you can queue up videos to play in a sequence of your choice. I mean it's not groundbreaking news but it could make the mobile viewing experience a little better. The test will be running up until the 28th of January 2023. So if you have YouTube Premium, go and test it out. So let's move on to the music segment of the podcast and let's take a journey into sound. Because this is the final episode of the year, I would like to take a look back at all the music and artists I've covered this year. A kind of 2022 recap or rewind. So let's get into it. I've covered quite a few artists and musicians this year, so I'd like to start with my number one artist for 2022, Lucky Day. He has had a bumper year, releasing his second album, winning a Grammy Award and redefining the R&B space with his unique sounds. So let's listen to my favorite Lucky Day songs from 2022. 
Next up, we have Austin, spelled and stylized as ASTN. This artist also had a massive 2022. He gained worldwide notoriety with the release of his cover of Billie Eilish's Happier Than Ever. His cover was made in an R&B style and it blew up on TikTok, gaining millions of views and putting him in front of a worldwide audience. He gained the attention of some important people in the music industry and he eventually signed to Warner Brothers Music at the beginning of 2022. This is a prime example of how TikTok has a massive influence on music in this new age and he definitely rode the wave. Let's listen to some of his music. You call me again, Driving home under the influence You scared me to death But I'm wasting my breath Cause you only listen to you Sit down Let's talk it out a third time this week Don't you quit now We can make it but it's hard to believe Cause I... Terrified, you were seeing someone new Getting left behind, seem to change my point of view Set it all aside, maybe we could just redo Tell me what I'm going through, I just need you to Get back to me I was looking outside When she caught my eye A pretty thing, moving things in the house right next to mine Wonder what it's like To be next to you Another artist who had a very interesting 2022 was Drake. He released a wide variety of music this year. Following up the end of 2021 when he dropped Certified Loverboy, he entered 2022 with an album that had the internet divided. Honestly, never mind. This album broke away from Drake's typical sound and he took the house slash dance route with this one. And I'm not gonna lie, there are a few bangers on there, but the jury's still out on whether this album belongs in a Drake catalog. He ended this year with a collab album, Her Loss, with 21 Savage, and I reviewed this album on my Instagram. Go and check out my thoughts there, at Casual Talk Podcast. But the TLDR is that the album is okay, but it's missing a few key features. I've been alone in my thoughts. Can't feel this void between us I cannot stand losing you Do your thing. 21. Do your 
thing, 21 Four words when I think about them is crusty, musty, dusty, rusty Eight words when I think about us is fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me The last artist I want to highlight was the singer I covered in my last episode Moroccan-Canadian singer Fosia like I said in the last episode, she is a phenomenal artist with so much range and I feel like in 2022 she really started building that household name status by collaborating with John Legend on the song Minefields. I feel like her solo catalogue is still stronger and she 100% stands on her own as a solo artist. Let's listen to her catalogue again. <laughs> excited to cover even more artists in 2023 and I'd love to hear who you guys think I should be looking at next year. For this next topic I want to talk about AI and how 2022 has been the year that consumer friendly AI has exploded. I put friendly in inverted commas and I will explain why soon. We have all seen social media platforms flooded with AI-generated images of our friends and followers. You know the ones I'm talking about. You upload 10 to 20 pictures of yourself and the AI spits out really cool looking artist impressions of you and voila, you could look like a superhero, an adventurer or you're a character from your favorite shows. Now this is definitely a marvel of technology. We are now able to leverage advanced machine learning and AI to produce these amazing images and even videos in some cases. All this from a device in our hands, but there's also a downside to this. Remember I put friendly in inverted commas? Well that's because some of these AI models are not friendly. Some of these tools like Stable Diffusion, DALI and Midjourney are being trained on images that don't belong to the companies that use it for the training procedures. And naturally, this has many artists and illustrators angry and upset because their work is being stolen and used to make these AI tools better. The legislation around these practices are still unclear and as a precautionary measure, some of these AI companies have removed images from their training models to ease some of the artists' minds, but that's little consolation to those who have lost income due to this. But I think 2023 is going to be an interesting year in the AI space and hopefully some middle ground can be found that will enable artists to make an income from AI tools. 
Another dark side of AI that isn't discussed very often are the privacy concerns that come along with feeding the AI models images of yourself. Essentially, you're feeding a data that makes the images better, which on the one hand is a good thing, but also raises concerns about data accessibility and the personal information you are giving these companies access to. When you sign up for these tools, you essentially give them access to all your personal data. And if you read the terms and the privacy policies, they in very few words say that they are able to use your personal identifiers in a multitude of ways. Many of these companies state they can sell your data to third parties and they are not responsible for what happens to your data after that. I mean, they say that they take the utmost care of your data, but things like the deep and dark web exist. And that's a whole other wormhole of nope. Basically, someone with nefarious intentions could steal your whole identity and you wouldn't know until it's too late. I've seen this happen. Scary stuff indeed. But another big trend in AI this year has been the popularization of AI prompt tools that can generate images and text based off a prompt you give it. So you could make images that don't exist based off of a unique instruction. I've covered this in a previous episode. A text-based tool like ChatGPT has seen semi-massive adoption in the public domain and this is even more interesting than the image generation tools. You can basically ask it to write you anything and to a scary degree of accuracy it will spit out exactly what you ask for. Now imagine you're a copywriter, scriptwriter, journalist or someone that works in marketing. The possibilities are endless. AI can help copywriters, journalists, and marketers in a number of ways. One way is by suggesting alternative words or phrases to use in a text, which can help improve the clarity and effectiveness of the writing. AI can also analyze language patterns and identify key themes and topics, which can help writers generate ideas for articles or marketing campaigns. Additionally, AI can assist with tasks such as fact-checking and data analysis, freeing up time for writers to focus on more creative aspects of their work. Finally, AI can be used to optimize website content for search engines, helping to increase the visibility and reach of a company's online presence. That last paragraph slash statement was generated using ChatGPT. I didn't write it at all. Mind-blowing, right? Indeed, the possibilities are endless when it comes to AI. We have come to the end of the episode and I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you gained some value from it and that you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. This is the final episode of the year and I can't wait to bring you more tech news, internet culture and a bunch of other interesting topics discussed casually of course in 2023. And with that, this has been me, Suleiman, the casual dwarf. I'll see you guys soon. Peace.